Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blakey, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order. Champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice, who is today winging his way toward the moon. While on its brittle surface, Jimmy Olsen and his companions have discovered some very weird inhabitants. We'll learn more about them in a moment. But right now, let's hear from our good friend, Dan McCullough. You know, gang, I don't believe I know a fellow or a girl who doesn't get a kick out of following Superman's adventures in the funny papers and listening to him on the radio. So it's mighty swell that Kellogg's Pep included him in this series of comic buttons you're all collecting. There he is, big and powerful and handsome, his bright red cape a-flying in the wind. Why, he looks so real, you can almost imagine he'll say, Up, up, and away! And you know, all the other pictures of your favorite comic strip characters are just as true to life, like Moon Mullins or Smitty or Harold Dean. And by this time, you ought to be well on your way toward having all 18 buttons in this series. And you've had a load of fun looking forward to a new button every time Mom opens a new package of pets and swapping duplicates with your pals, too. So hop to it, gang. See if you can get all 18 of those buttons soon. They're easy to get, you know. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. All you do is to make sure Mom gets you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And there's an exclusive prize inside the package. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Jimmy Olsen and Poco set out with Professor Timothy Twiddle in his radar rocket on a trip to the moon, the professor promised they would be back in Metropolis in less than two hours. But instead of merely grazing the moon's surface and returning to Earth on the radar beam, the rocket landed and stopped dead. Realizing that they could not exist without food and water, Jimmy and the professor set out to explore the moon, a hot, desolate vista of barren mountains and craters, covered with silvery meteoric dust. But there was oxygen in the atmosphere, evidently enough to sustain life. Suddenly, they were amazed to see shaggy, man-like creatures boring their way up from under the moon's surface. The creatures were about three feet tall, with twisting monkey tails, and long, corkscrew-like drilling appendages instead of noses. Alarmed, Jimmy and the professor raced back to the rocket, pursued by the strange moon creatures who swarmed over the spaceship. And now, to everyone's stark amazement, they begin drilling through the metal shell. 
scheduling to the rocket. They'll be in here right away. Oh, stop, stop, keep them out. What do we do, Professor? Do? Do? Did you say do? Yes, look. There comes one of their noses to the rocket now. Bless <laughs> <laughs> my beard, how strange. But it isn't really a nose, you know. It's a primordial rooting. Oh, one of them stuck me. Here comes another one. Look out, folks. Don't you move your feet. They're grabbing my feet. They've all got their noses to me now. And look, they're trying to push their heads through the hole. Oh, here they come. Where can we run? We can't run anywhere. Professor. Professor. Oh, Pedro, Pedro, do something, Pedro. Yes. Yes, do something. Professor, Pedro, do something. Where is Professor Pedro? You are Professor Pedro. I am? Oh, why bless my soul, so I am. Oh, you're a big help. Only I had something to fight them with. There isn't anything in this room. They're broken through. Here they come. Get away. Get away. Oh, please, please. Get out my knees. I did. Stop pulling my bed. I go. I said, I go. Stop pulling my bed. But you didn't ever stop pulling my bed. This is the end. No, it isn't, Coco. Stand still. You too, Professor. Huh? What did you say, young man? I said stand still. I don't think they mean to hurt her. You don't? No, I think you're just curious. See how they're running all over the rocket, looking and smelling at everything? Let me go. I believe you're not sure. Look how those two are patting Coco's face. Why, they're friendly. Oh, woe is me. That's misery. Don't be afraid, Coco. They like you. I wish they'd get friendly with you at little. I don't like them hanging around my middle. This is amazing. Truly amazing. They must be a primeval species of homo sapiens. Where's my notebook? I got to make notes on this. Okay, it's gonna be amazing. I can call them Homer Lunas. Homer Lunas? That's good. Well, they're all coming around you now, Poco. Who said nobody loves a fat man? Oh, stop, stop, man. Oh, can't you see? You're getting ready to drill through me. Don't be silly, Poco. Well, they like you. Guys, they're cute. <laughs> oh, look. They want to be petted. Oh, what they want is I want it. Two different things. I give all I own for a strong set of wings. Amazing. Truly amazing. These little creatures are clearly a species of primeval man. How astounded the scientific world will be when I publish my paper on the second edition. Where do you expect to publish it, Professor? Where? Where? Why, my publishers in the doctors, of course. And how do you expect to get it to them? How? Well, I... Bless my beard, I quite forgot we were muck on the stool. I mean, stuck on the moon. I guess you did. I'm thinking of it reminds me. I'm still hungry. Now that you mention it, I'm a little hungry myself. And I'm extremely thirsty. Well, there's no food or water on the moon. Say, wait a minute. These little moon guys. Oh, no. That's something I condemn. They may eat me, but I won't eat them. Who said anything about eating them? But they must eat and drink, too. We could find out where they get their food and water. We know where. Where? Under the surface of the moon. Where there must be moisture and fertile soil. These little creatures have their civilization deep in the earth. I mean in the moon. Similar to the moles and gophers and ants on our own planet. Well, maybe we can dig down to it. Oh, how smart. That's dark. Unfortunately, we haven't been favored with the peculiar nasal drilling apparatuses of our little moon friends. Oh, we can dig with our hands. It's possible it would take weeks and then how? Oh, wait a minute. They're so friendly, especially the Poco. Maybe you can get them to bring us something to eat. And just how do you intend to have Poco manage that? Why, I don't know. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. They do seem fond of me, all right. But how do I tell them of our plight? They don't speak. They speak. Maybe if you made eating motions, Poco. You know, chew. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Quiet. No, it doesn't work. There must be some way. Wait, I think I know. Oh, I think it's... Hey, hey, what's happening? The moon creatures are running away. Oh, wait, they can't. Come back, fellas, come back. Oh, what on earth? I mean, what on the moon happened? I don't know. 
We didn't do anything to scare them, but something must have. Get them disappear under the ground. They leap and come down spinning on their drilling appendages. Oh, I must make a note of it. What's that, Professor? Don't interrupt me now, young man. I must get my notebook. But listen, what's all that noise? Noise? But, but yes. Yes, I do hear something. What is it? I don't know. Oh, it's a terrible sound, and it's all around. I can't imagine what it is. Well, neither can I. Sheep and lizards, look. What? Where? Oh, up there, in the air. Great big birds. At least I think they're birds. What? Good heavens! Yes, indeed. Bless my beard, bless my eyes. I, I, I've never seen anything like them. What are they? Well, that's what I'd like to know. They, look, they're diving down at the little moon creatures. Oh, oh, they got one of them. Oh, no, they didn't. He got under the ground just in time. Oh, they're terrible things. Like dragons with wings. Dragons? Dragons don't exist, Coco. Those creatures are winged primates. Winged what? They're prehistoric bird mammals. They, what? Well, they have no right to be here at all. They disappeared from the Earth millions of years ago. Well, they didn't disappear from the moon. That's a thing. I don't understand it. Well, that's what you said about the moon creature. Amazing. Simply amazing. I must put this down in my notebook. Where's my notebook? Where is my notebook, I think? Oh, those birds are so fierce and their beaks so bold. Oh, just to look at them makes my blood run cold. They, they look wicked, all right. And jeepers. They're as big as a P-38. And listen to their fearful cries. Whoever's caught by them just died. Now, take it easy, Coco. They didn't catch any of the moon creatures, so they may fly away again. I hope. Well, I hope so, too. I'm scared through. Now, there's nothing to be scared about. Uh-oh. They're coming this way. Oh, dear. I fear our aunt Nick is near. But that... You, you, you say they're coming this way? Yes, look. They're flying over the rocket now. Bless me, bless me. So they are. And, and they're circling lower. Oh, they are indeed. And who will help us in our hour of need? <laughs> bless my beard. This appears to be a very serious situation. You're not kidding, Professor. You're not kidding. Their eyes wide, their hearts hammering. Jimmy Olsen, Poco, and Professor Twiddle look aloft through their torn rockets to the huge winged creatures flying above them, gradually circling lower and lower. What can they do to protect themselves? We'll return in a moment for the climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, the most exciting part of a race comes toward the end when it's nip and tuck to see who wins. And believe me, it's nip and tuck in lots of neighborhoods these days to see who's going to be the first to collect all 18 of those swell comic buttons Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Some young fellows and girls are going to be strutting around when they have the whole series pinned on their jacket or dress or cap. Going to feel mighty proud, and no wonder why these pep comic buttons are so doggone smart-looking, the colors are so clear and sharp against the gleaming white background that, well, nobody wants to miss out on a single one. You want Winnie Winkle and, and young Herbie and Superman and all the other pictures of your favorite comic strip characters. And you want the fun of trading duplicates with your pals, too. So get busy, gang. Better remind Mom to get you some more of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. That's how easy it is to get these pep comic buttons. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but there's an exclusive prize in every package of P-E-P Pep, made by Kellogg's, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. As the huge vulture-like birds circle above Professor Twiddle's rocket, Superman is streaking through space, following the radar beam sent from Professor Twiddle's house in Metropolis to the moon. No sign of the rocket yet. If only this weight, our beam leads me to it. It must. Faster! Jim should have known better than to do a crazy thing like this. A rocket trip to the moon. Of all the quick... What's that? Something... Something hit me. 
What's wrong? I'm losing my strength. I can't understand it. The sun, the direct rays caught me. Billions and billions of heat bulbs. Uh, I must get away from them. Away! Now, I can go on, find Jimmy and Polka. Wait a minute. The radar beam. Where is it? I don't hear it anymore. Wait, Scott. I lost it when I was dodging the sun's rays. Was it to the right? Away! No, I don't hear it. Maybe it was to the left. Away! No. I still don't hear it. I've got to find it. I must. Otherwise, I'm lost too. Away! Hoping and darting, ranging a thousand miles one way, then a thousand miles the other, Superman searches frantically to empty limitless space for the radar beam that means not only salvation for his friends, but his own life. For without the beam, the man of steel himself will be lost in the timeless, endless eternity of the heavens. Will he find the radar beam? And will he reach his friends on the moon in time? Tomorrow's episode is tense and thrilling, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station for The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to mom. Kellogg's variety is back. So now everybody at the breakfast table can have the Kellogg cereal he likes best. For Kellogg's Variety is that grand variety carton holding ten generous packages of six favorite Kellogg cereals. Are they delicious? And as Kellogg's Variety make breakfast fun, why, it's better than a grab bag because you get what you really want. Today, ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety, the package that makes breakfast a picnic. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.